Hey friends, welcome to Boca, a podcast exploring the ever-blurring lines between the personal and business lives of professional photographers. This is your host, Nathan Holritz, and I'm bringing you a special episode of the Boca podcast today called Workflow Wednesday. During these special edition episodes, myself and my co-hosts will focus on helping you develop more efficient daily and weekly workflows around post-production, communication, task and project management, time management, file and image management, and yes, the list does go on. We're going to save you an incredible amount of time in your work week, and we promise not to be too nerdy. This podcast is brought to you by Photographer's Edit, custom image editing for the wedding and portrait photographer. Visit photographersedit.com. Actually, I think we are officially live. Mm -hmm. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Workflow Wednesday. Uh, Hey to Rich and Heather and Haley. How are you guys doing? Pretty good. We didn't actually, Haley and I were chatting a little bit before we get started, but um, uh, Rich and Heather, we didn't really have any time for small talk before we started. How has your week been so far? Uh, Good. Awesome. The kids are in this like adventure (laughs) camp. And uh, Rich and I are like, so this is what it would be like to run a business either with our kids in school, because we've been homeschooling for a few years now, or to not have kids. It's just crazy. The amount of time that, yeah, we're just on it. So we're enjoying making the most of our, so much time. Well, yeah, yeah, there's, um, I can completely understand. I mean, having two kids myself as well, maybe Haley, you can comment on what it's like to not have kids. You have dogs. (laughs) My my dogs, man. I mean, I'm I'm worried they're going to interrupt this, but <laughs> I don't have to like keep an eye on them 24-7. There's something different though. I, so I was just interviewing Emma O'Brien, who's a photographer from, uh, well, she lives in South Africa, originally from the UK, but she is a dog photographer. And I, she was describing what it's like to photograph dog, a dog. Actually, she was describing a very specific scenario in which she was photographing a dog, I think for maybe for a magazine, but in a studio scenario and trying to get this dog to cooperate and it's sitting in like behind her and coming and sitting next to her. And, but I, what, what came to mind as we were chatting about this is like how it's got to be relatively, I don't know. It seems like maybe you'd be a bit more forgiving as sad as it may be more forgiving to this really cute dog. Who's like sitting next to you trying to lick <laughs> your face versus yeah. a kid who won't cooperate for a portrait session. He's like screaming at you in the background. Yeah. I think it would just be a different scenario. I don't know. What do you think? Kelly? Absolutely. Because I've actually moved away from family shoots because of kids that, you know, don't cooperate. And then the parents are mad at you and you have to reshoot. And I've just moved away from it because I'd rather shoot a dog. Shoot a dog. I love it. It wasn't our passion either. Yeah. Yeah. Turns Um, out we like working with couples who are in love and yeah. Yeah. So well, for, for those of you who are joining in and maybe have never even um, joined us for Workflow Wednesday before, uh, this is a production of Photographer's Edit, um, an editing post-production company that that I'm an owner of. We do editing, custom editing for wedding and portrait photographers. But on Wednesdays, we do this, this little show called Workflow Wednesdays in which we focus on the topic of how to create efficient workflows for ourselves as photography business owners. And it may seem a little bit nerdy. But the reality is literally everything that we do on a day-to-day basis is workflow in one form or another. And in order to create more freedom and flexibility for ourselves as business owners, which is really ultimately what Photographer's Edit is about, um, we need to figure out ways to work more efficiently, to get rid of the stuff that doesn't matter, to do the stuff that does matter, and to do that stuff more efficiently. And so um, that is what the series is about. And rather than me just talk to the camera, I get to hang out with my friends and um, just have a conversation and talk about photographing dogs. I mean, what, what, how much better can you get than that? But um, anyway, so we're Rich and Heather are local photographers here in the Chattanooga market. And um, Haley is also a photographer in the Chattanooga market, in addition to also working for Photographer's Edit. And uh, so we're going to chat a little bit today about... Um, the best three apps, we're titling it the best three apps for doing business on the go. Uh, we live in this really incredible age right now where we can pretty much run any and all of our business on the go from a mobile phone. Uh, and that's going to continue to be the case more and more, probably even to the extent that we don't even realize at this point. And so what I thought we'd do today is have a little bit of conversation about how or maybe our favorite apps that we use on the go that enable us to, to, to work on the go if we need to, whether it's you know, we have to run to the store to pick up some groceries and, and 
last minute we have to take care of something with our business while we're out or we're going on a you know a month long vacation and we don't want to have to take our computer with us so we want to keep up with business occasionally by taking our phone with us how do we get work done efficiently and effectively with this crazy little thing here uh, so that's what we're going to talk about we are on facebook live and uh, and then also this show will go out to the boca podcast later this evening so for those of you who are listening into boca Make sure, or, or not listening to Boca for that matter, uh, make sure that you check out the Boca podcast. And I'm going to put this up on the screen, but it's B-O-K-E-H-P-O-D-C-A-S-T, Boca podcast on Instagram. And if you just go to bocapodcast.com, you can listen to that and many other episodes there. And, uh, oh, Ryan Ryan uh, Duggar is chiming hey, in. Hey, Ryan. Hello. Hello, Ryan. Hey, Ryan. Hey, good we, to see we, you. We want your feedback as well. I mean, like, uh, I, I think a lot of people will have a lot of great, great feedback um, on, in this one where, like, they would have their own apps mm -hmm. that they really love. So, uh, mm -hmm. I mean, like, uh, I, I'm, I'm just going to shout that out there to the universe that, hey, if you have a great uh, app that you love to use, run your business. Uh, while we're talking, please, you know, please share. I love it. Absolutely. Great, great little call to action there, Rich. Thank you. Yeah. I think maybe you should take over as host at this point. <laughs> you know what? Just get out of here. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, definitely. For those of you listening in, I know we've, we were pushing this out to the Facebook, uh, to the Facebook page for Photographers Edit, but also to our personal pages and also to the local Chattanooga Photographers page. Everybody join yeah, in and have some conversation nice. with us. Let's, let's chat. But um, we're going to just very briefly, and this is something that I that I want to start doing more consistently. I hadn't before, but if you guys want to check out Rich and Heather's work, you can go to richsmithphotography.net. Uh, <laughs> well, dot, dot com will send you to dot net anyway, so it'll, okay. it will automatically forward it. So you can see dot com. No, no worry, no worries. And then Haley's website at, is Haley. It's just HaleyGaffin.com or HaleyGaffinPhotography.com. It's HaleyGaffin.com. HaleyGaffin.com. And I should actually prep that to put it up on the screen, but um, that's Haley, like it sounds, H-A-Y-L-E-E, -E, and then G-A-F-F-I-N. And uh, you can you can check out Haley's work there as well. And then of course, <laughs> PhotographersEdit.com. And that Rich is something amusing happening already. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, you, you say Haley to the way it sounds, and it took me forever to find her. Uh, uh, I was searching for her, and I was spelling Haley the, the wrong every way. Every other way. Every oh really? Way okay. Besides <laughs> the way it's spelled. So uh, well, so uh, because I was thinking H A L L E Y or H A I I I E. They're just you know. I'm so. putting it up on the screen now, so everybody. There we go. There's there you go. that is. <laughs> Phonetic. Yeah, it is. yeah, there you go. Hey, Lee. And in case you need to figure out how to spell rich, I'll also put that up on the screen. <laughs> <laughs> or Smith for that matter. Or Smith. That's fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. S, S M Y T H E. S M I F F. That's my favorite story. I I, I told someone my last name and, and they 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 S M I F F. Uh no, no, that's not how Smith is spelled. Smith. That would be pretty brilliant, actually. True uh, story. Smith, Smith. Yeah. You probably need to grab that URL too, Rich. Yes. Yeah. Rich Smith photography. All right. Well, so we're gonna we're gonna get into our workflow Wednesday for this week, and uh, let's just let's just dive into it. Rich and Heather, we normally start off with you guys. Let's. I, we want to hear your top three, or if you have five or six or seven apps that you find most effective and most efficient. Uh, for doing business on the go, would love to hear your thoughts on those. Go to town. Oh, so you want to go for you? Want, you want, okay, I'll, I'll talk. I, I will. Oh, you want to start with Spark? Okay, Spark. Okay, Spark is Spark is my favorite one, and it's only getting better too. Um, I I I have searched a lot. I've used a lot of email. Okay, so so Spark is basically an email. So that's where you use your email. Okay, so uh, um, so what I love about Spark, I, I use a lot of them, a lot of the apps to uh, to write emails and everything. And so, uh, but I love Spark because um, it has a lot of features and built inside of it that you can get to use for free that other apps um, or third party apps um, charge you for. So uh, for so, so for Spark, um, I, what I love to do about it is um, it only notifies you. Uh, for important emails like personal emails, so so uh, newsletters and other emails that are not that important, it will not notify you on, on your phone, which I, I really, really really like. Okay, and so uh, the second one is that you can actually schedule emails, so I, I can actually write an email and then tell it to send it uh, sometime in the future. Um, it could be anytime in the future. Um, and, and that's just like, as a, a just a question there. Why why would you schedule it versus just sending it right then? Yeah. So, so, um, so if I was, um, if I was having a, had a meeting, 
for um and and I just um got done meeting with someone, okay? And uh like a like a wedding vendor and uh I could literally go out to my car, write an email to to them and to for to send it like literally two minutes after I finished meeting with them, a little bit, a little bit creepy, but, <laughs> but I, I, I could say, I could say, send this in two hours like that, you know, or, or, or whatnot. And so, I mean, like uh, there, there are certain times where like, like uh, I can be like, um, I can literally send an email to a vendor um, that I want to keep in touch with and say, literally say, Hey guys, how, how's it going? How's, how's business going right now? And, and tell it to send it like one month from now, you know? And so, or send it, you know, so I, I, I know that uh, I don't even have to remember it. It's going to do it automatically while I'm thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and the, the vendor thinks I'm, I'm more on top of it than I really am. I'm like, so uh, sometimes but I Simultaneously, can, you don't look like you're stalking them. Exactly, exactly. So, <laughs> right. so, sometimes so this is I'll, Spark, right? I'm going to put this up on the screen yeah, just like it sounds. Yeah, exactly, okay. Spark. Another thing, really cool thing is that it will actually return email back to your inbox. Um, you can make it so that if someone has not responded to an email. This is very, very valuable, especially for wedding inquiries mm-hmm. um, that uh, it will actually return it back to the inbox to let, let you know, hey, this uh, you might want to, uh, you know, email them again or, you know, follow up with this email because no one, no one has commented or this is replied back. And this is kind of like something that uh, I think Boomerang, well, yeah. I know Boomerang does yeah. or um, and still does. Uh, and it's also, I, and I think I mentioned this to you the other day, Rich, but I noticed that the new version of Gmail is actually starting to notify, it's no, starting to notify me when, when somebody hasn't responded to an email that I send out. Nice. Um, okay. It pops it back into the inbox and it's like, hey, you sent this four days ago and you don't have a response yet. Do you want to reply or something like, I don't remember the exact wording, but it gives me a heads up. Nice. That's handy. We were just talking this morning about Gmail and with improved functionality, like the benefits that we see from Spark, knowing yeah. that, that that could be, you know, as that moves forward, we could switch yeah. over. You that, know? That's why I was telling Heather this morning that I was so excited about this conversation because <laughs> yeah. the uh, apps move so quickly. I cannot yeah. keep yeah. up with it. So mm-hmm. so a lot that's of true. times um, I will change apps simply because I've talked to someone. It's mm-hmm. through word of mouth, you know, yeah. like, oh, okay, there's actually a better way of doing it. Mm-hmm. This is how I do it right now, but I guarantee you someone is probably, oh, there's another app that does it better than that. So that's why I love talking about this because I love to get other people's feedbacks. So, yeah. And also because you're a bit of a nerd, Rich. I, uh, I yes. am such. Uh, yes. I, 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 I say it. that lovingly because I am as well. So I, I love apps. Um, I love gadgets. If um, you know, I would go broke so quickly if I didn't have a wife to kind of <laughs> rein me in because I would want every new gadget that pops on on the market. Oh, you, know? you guys and your nerdy bromance. Mm. <laughs> I'll give you a hug later, Rich. Oh, yeah. Man. Yes. All no right, pa- so no pass on, no on the back. <laughs> okay. Right. Okay. So we have to, you know, yep, we're, yep. this is just a laid back conversation today. Anyway, we have to at least comment on this for all of those, for those of you listening in, I, I don't know if you've noticed this, but when guys give each other a hug, this actually happens between guys and girls too, I guess, understandably, but to, when guys give each other a hug, there is a tendency a lot of times to, I guess, kind of minimize the, the felt awkwardness. Some guys feel awkward giving other guys hugs. They instead of doing this kind of just still embrace, they do a pat on the back. It's like almost like a you know attaboy kind of thing, like you're like you're out playing sports, playing football with with your friends, or just you know like pat on the back, as opposed to actually like just giving a legit hug. And um, so I gave Rich a really hard time about this years ago, I guess now. Yes. And it and it's a like it's an inside joke ever since. And so now like if if I if there's even a hint of padding. Um, I have to give him a hard time. And, oh, yeah. and Heather is laughing because we've we've all kind of joked about this. Well, now you guys just flat out embrace, which yeah. is really special. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I, I, I pause even a little bit too long. Just, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll let go first, you know, just to make sure, you know. I'm not like, letting go. I'm not letting go. <laughs> so I would challenge all of you listening in, the next time you give somebody a hug, don't be so awkward about it. Just give them a hug. Your friends, there's no reason to be uncomfortable. No Pats allowed. That's right. That's right. <laughs> hashtag no pats allowed. I think we're going to have to make that a trending hashtag sometime. Nice. Um, all right. So Spark was the first app. Take us to the next one. Another one that we use on a very regular basis, this is extremely practical, is uh, um, Milebug. Hmm. We, um, 
We absolutely love, I mean, for photo shoots, for photographer meetings and gatherings, for uh, obviously weddings and, and such. Um, we have both of our vehicles uh, saved in Milebug. And every time we even have a reminder set to every time we leave the house, a little reminder will pop up notification on our phone, on our screens. Wow. Just to say. And it. what's cool about that is that it keeps you uh, continually when you're leaving the house focused on whether you're running a business errand or not. You know, if you're going to go meet up with a vendor, we're going to we're going to, you know, include that mileage in our odometer. So we enter that when we get to the end of our trip, we enter that and it pops up with uh, the deduction that the dollar amount of deduction that you're going to see for your business because of that business trip that you just took, which is beautiful because we had a CPA tell us one time, it's no small thing to track your mileage in business. It is actually significant. It's actually pretty substantial. And ever since then, we try to be really great about and that just the Milebug app just makes it very, very easy, very straightforward. We're able to print off a report at the end of the year and actually submit it to our CPA. And I just highlight the total of miles that we drove between the two vehicles. And um, so we get that tax deduction. um, Yeah, I'm literally going to go download it right now. I don't know why I haven't been using this because I'll I'll track mileage manually by taking a picture and then writing down the mileage in Evernote later or whatever. It's way too manual process. Haley, you can actually uh, export this as an Excel spreadsheet through the app. It'll email you. (laughs) You'll love it, Haley. (laughs) Haley is totally up your alley. I have yeah. I have a different app I use for my mileage. I'll get to that though. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. Well, okay. The reason okay. Rich brought up and I literally I'm downloading this app right now because it's, I, I it's I, so great, Nathan. I like, I like the idea of being notified before you go because it can be easy to forget. Yes. Oh shoot, I need to write down the starting mileage or the ending mileage. Yeah. Um, so I'm gonna. Oh, and it is a paid app, but it looks like they've got a light version and a free version. Or yeah, check, version. yeah, check it out. Check it out. So right. uh, um, there, there's a uh, there's a there's an adapter you can actually uh, attach to your your uh, your older car. I guess newer cars even have this, but um, mm-hmm. but it's called automatic. And uh, the automatic um, will actually uh, it actually sees when your your car comes on, and it'll actually track it um, your all that mileage automatically. Um, but we have one of those and it's not as sometimes, um, it logs me out and I, I don't, I don't even know that it's not doing it automatically for a couple mm-hmm. of weeks. Like, like uh, okay. there, there's been times where it actually messed up. I do like the idea of it being, I don't have to even think about it. Fully automatic, fully but, automatic, but, but there, there's been two times, too many times, uh, that it messed up and I wasn't aware that messed up. And then I, I've lost several weeks of, uh, of, of uh, tracking. So, oh, wow. Uh, yeah. Does, does Milebug track? Um, is it tracking distance via GPS, or do you have to enter in the mileage? Uh, yeah, you just enter into the mileage. And so, basically, what we did mm-hmm. is uh, we created a reminder in, in the Apple Apple phone, where where you can create an app um, a reminder that says, "Remind me when I leave a location or when I come back to a location." So, mm-hmm. okay. so, so, so we just created two two um, notifications that said, "When we leave this our home, our, yeah, it was send me a notification that says we." we you know, record, record your mileage, record your mileage, you mm-hmm. idiot. So, um, so <laughs> do you so. get to customize the message? Yeah. Oh yeah. You can do whatever you want to, you know, <laughs> you know, so uh, okay. I like to call myself idiot all the time, you know, make sure. <laughs> so I want to throw out my app really fast, just since we're on the topic, yeah, um, yeah. because it's a little different. I use QuickBooks self-employed app. Mm. Um, and it will, it does it by GPS. So it tracks every single ride that I take. And then a couple of times a week I'll go in and well, I try doing it every day, just, so I don't have to like think back on where I actually drove, but I can swipe one way and it goes to business and the other way it goes personal. Oh, okay. So cool. I, don't, I don't ever enter in the miles. It automatically captures it for me. Okay. So I don't have to think about it. And then at the end of the year, whenever, or I guess when tax season comes around, when they ask you how many miles did you drive personal versus yeah. business, it's all, I can just separate it and see. And I don't have to deduct like, Oh, well I started the year with this many miles and, it ended up with this. I just look at the business versus personal category. So you're like swiping like Tinder. Okay. So <laughs> yes. the, the, the Tinder app of Malbug, like a like mal recording, you know? So yeah. okay. I like it. So, so many thoughts. So many thoughts. But we'll know, just say like for those of you who don't have the luxury of being able to use Tinder, yes. make sure you download exactly. the QuickBooks quick exactly. self-employed exactly. ad. Exactly. Yeah. Should I you like feel it. inclined to be able to swipe left or right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> 
Exactly. And being married for 12, uh, 12 13 years now, uh, my wife's probably wondering how I know how Tinder works. So uh, <laughs> I, I, it's a fairly popular app. I've heard other people make, you know, I, I know. Word of mouth. Word of mouth. Word of mouth. From a friend. Oh, this is going downhill, guys. <laughs> Moving on. App number three. <laughs> oh, this one. This one's a little unusual, but it has saved, like you were talking about time saving apps. This is a. Uh, this saved us so much time. Do you guys use Park Mobile? Park Mobile. I have. Well, I've, I think I've downloaded it. I just saw it on my phone. We oh my use this word. all the time. This is the most time-saving app I think we yeah. own. Yeah. It's awesome because when um, we there's, – there's several other – around the country, there's several other types like uh, um, Pay to Park, I think, um, mm-hmm. or, or Pay by Phone. There's an app for for those kind of things, but basically it all does the same thing. When you park downtown, mm-hmm. um, then you get out of your car. You can be walking around away from your car, paying for your parking while you're walking away from your car. If you are in there for longer than than need be, um, then then you can literally from wherever you are, you can actually renew it. You can put more time on, on onto it. You don't have to go back out to your car. Um, and so, I mean. Uh, so I, for I, all I, the photo shoots, for all the weddings, for it, which so much of that for us is in the downtown area. Yeah. And there's, it's, you know, paid parking. This just keeps it streamlined, easy, easy to track. You get a reminder when you have 15 minutes left, you can renew your more time if you need to. This is just an ongoing regular help for us in our business. And even for photographer meetings and meeting with vendors and things like that. So yeah. there's so much of that. Yeah. I think I downloaded we, it the other day, actually, to use it here in Chattanooga, but this is something that is nationwide. Um, so it is a lot of, it's a lot of cities, but there are like in Fort Lauderdale, mm-hmm. um, it's a different, uh, company. And so, uh, they're, they're in Fort Lauderdale, but yeah, a different app. I, I think it's called paid by phone, but it's an app, I think. Yeah. Um, anyway, so it's, it's, yeah, for same, but, I, same, idea. same idea. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 yeah, that does make a big difference, especially when you're on the go and you don't have a lot of time to go searching for it on wedding days. I mean, traveling oh, from yeah. location to location, you don't have time to go searching for parking when you have to jump into the reception and yeah. photograph the bride. Yeah, if, in fact, um, they have a new a new um, functionality now where like you can actually reserve parking or you can actually see which parking garages actually still have parking. So you're so and you so it's it's great. It's great. Cool. It's very cool. Yeah. Um, and Heather, I think you said that you had some honorable mentions as well. We do. Obviously, being on the go for our business, we will leave town for a couple of weeks at a time and we are able to accept payments on Venmo, which is uh, an app that we've talked about before on Workflow Wednesday. But mm-hmm. that is uh, that's an app that allows us to be on the go and to accept payments. Um along with Bank of America, because we're able to mobile deposit any checks that may come in. Because we don't don't take credit cards. Yeah. So, well, and I was going to say, maybe if you can kind of jump in here and and just do a summary of of what we talked about regarding Venmo, because this was still one of the most, I think, impactful or valuable uh, little tips that you guys shared uh, for those photography business owners who are having to run payments from clients via, or are used to doing so via credit card. How do you guys do it instead, Rich and Heather? Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, we either take Venmo, which is basically um, uh, my uh, my customers will actually um, send. It's basically bank transfer for the most part. They can pay with a credit card, um, but the the payment, the the like two point nine nine percent or whatever, whatever the credit card will charge, it actually sends it to my customer, not to me. That does not charge to me. So, uh, mm-hmm. and so if, if my client insists, I want the airline miles or I, I need, I need these points. Uh, I'm like, sure, go ahead. Still use Venmo, but, but you'll be, you're going to be charged instead of me, maybe, you know, 100, like what, however is, you know, three per, 3% is, you know? So, um, so if, if it's viable so- for them, you can totally do that. So very simply, I mean, they're, they're saving on that credit card transaction fee, which Rich, you pointed out when we originally talked about this, that you saved how many thousand dollars? In, in oh, yeah, I, I could have easily taken it. It was a little over. Uh, it was a couple of thousand. It was enough to take my my uh, family on a nice vacation. Yep. So, uh, and so, we're so like, have you made up for that since? That's the, the important oh, question. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So yeah. Then uh, Holly, in- actually, I'll just inter- I'm sorry, Heather, yeah. to interrupt you. Holly. Commented here that somebody mentioned uh, Venmo the other day, 
and uh, that she needs to check it out. But I, certainly, if, if it means that you're going to save, whether it's $100 or $1,000 or $10,000, yep. yep. anything that we can do as, as photography business owners to save that extra cash is, is good. Uh, Venmo. And then did you, I'm sorry, Rich, did you mention another app as well? Well, I mentioned, I mentioned using Bank of America when we're on the go because we're able to mobile deposit any checks that come in. So this kind of goes hand in hand with Venmo for the clients who aren't paying via bank transfer. Um, There, you know, if they want to send us a check down to Fort Lauderdale, when we're down there, we can deposit that check, open that Bank of America app, get a confirmation number. It's beautiful. It's very simple. And then the ease of transferring money between personal and business accounts also allows us to be on the go with our finances. Mobile banking has saved us so much time. So much time. time. We rarely have to visit a banking center anymore, which is wonderful. Awesome. So that's awesome. It saved us hundreds of hours. And to piggyback on the Venmo and Bank of America is the Expensify app. Yeah. Why don't you talk about that? Uh, well, I think Nathan's going to talk about that. Okay. Yeah. Nathan, <laughs> we don't want to steal your thunder. Nathan <laughs> told me about this app. So, I mean, like, yeah. he, he's the expert with this thing, you know? Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, um, um, Prism is another app that we use a lot. And uh, that's basically, I guess. Prism, it's, it's, P-R-I-S-M or Z-M? Yes. Yeah. S-M. S- yeah, S-M. Prism. Okay. Yeah. I didn't and, know uh, they were using some funky spelling. Yeah. So basically, that that's a bill pay thing. And again, it just saves us time from having to run around or even or um, or even write checks to put it in the mail or anything like that. It, it, it pays mm-hmm. almost all bills uh over your over your phone anywhere you are so i think i need i think i need to uh to download that one as well here in just a second ryan yeah yeah, mint Mint used to do that but uh but um but they they quit doing it um about um i I think it's i think in a couple of days it's going to be gone so uh okay uh, we use mint for our budgeting right um but they just took away they just took that functionality away as far as bill pay so. so prism is a great alternative I'm not okay. sure why they turned away. So, yeah, that's ideally you'd have it all in one place. But uh, okay, yeah. so Prism, and then Ryan actually commented. He said, and I'm going to put this up on screen. Haley, sorry, you're getting covered up again on the bottom that's down right. there. <laughs> <laughs> he said, I use an app called Sunseeker all of the time. You can see the path of the sun for any given day of the year and an address or in any address or location you will be shooting at. Great for when you're scouting a location and want to see where the sun will be during your shoot. Nail the golden hour every time. Yes, yes. That is really, I, really good. Rich, I, do you use a similar app? I do. I don't. Sure, I can't remember what it's called, though. It's um, been a little while since uh, you talked about it. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'll be right back. Oh, he's leaving. Okay. <laughs> Heather. <laughs> Should I do a song and dance while he's away? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, yeah, there are a number of apps out there that allow photographers to be able to, to look at not only the, the time of the sunset or sunrise, but actually see yeah. – um, virtually, I mean, like literally, uh, or hold that the app up and look and see which direction uh, the sun is going to be pointing at that particular time of the day, so you can plan on how you're going to handle that shoot or photograph that wedding. So that's really, really important. Yeah, um, it's called uh, Helios. H e l i o s. That sounds like it would be the Greek word for sun or something. Yes. Um, Helios. So, yeah, um, I'm not sure how when I got it, it was like a $25 app. Um, wow. I'm not sure if it's gone down in price or not, but I've had it forever. Um, but okay. it is, it is, it literally is. Uh, um, when I'm in a location, it actually does a a, uh, a virtual sun, so uh, I can actually use my my phone and I can just like track where the sun's going to be at, and and it'll actually show the background, but it'll actually show like a virtual uh, sun where it's going to be tracking across the sky. It's amazing. That's a so, great one, Ryan. Thanks for weighing in. We didn't yeah. even think to talk about that one in this particular um, topic. So absolutely, great. that does make a big difference. I, I will add that there is a there is a thirty dollar app that is Helios Sun and Moon. Is that the one that you were talking about? <laughs> it's right? it's gone up. Wow. Okay, but there is there's another one that is just called Helios Magic Hour, and um, it looks like it's by a totally different company. It's only ninety nine cents. Okay, <laughs> so, nice. Nice. We might yeah. go. We might those listening, and you might go for that. But yeah, there are a number of them out there, and and there are some that are because virtual reality or augmented reality perspectives yeah. that enable you to be able to see, kind of like Richard was talking about. That's really powerful yeah. for yeah. Uh, photography. Haley, let's uh, let's go to you. What kind of apps are you using these days? Yeah, so my the most generic ones probably uh, Google <laughs> Calendar and Google uh, Mail. So Gmail. Um, I just being able to schedule something at any time is really important um, because I could be in the middle of, you know, one of our meetups and someone say, Hey, let's meet up for coffee this other day and blah, blah, blah. So that's 
Super well, and to that, to that point, and this is something that we've talked about uh, on, well, I, I don't know necessarily on Workflow Wednesday, but certainly on the Boca podcast before, and that is the significance of just very being very proactive and sticking something in the calendar. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's, it's amazing these days how hard it seems to be for photographers in particular to just commit to something and get together. And, and of course, that can apply on a personal level, but then also on a business level, uh, it's Instead of kind of leaving a big question mark and in, in a virtual question mark in midair, if you will, mm-hmm. uh, open up that calendar, schedule something, commit to it. Let that calendar kind of be your your Bible, if you will, um, that you that you just follow. Once that thing's in there, you do it and no questions asked. Uh, it really doesn't need to be so complicated to, to schedule things. And, and using something like Google Calendar or the calendar app on your phone, whatever it might be. Uh, is a great tool for that. So uh, I just wanted to throw that in there because I think it's an important point of conversation, but please yeah. continue, Amy. <laughs> yeah, my second, I well, I've kind of lumped them into categories because I couldn't pick like one over the other. So that was the first one. Um, and then the second one is QuickBooks, my bank and my bank account. I actually have two bank accounts, um, one personal, one uh, business. So just keeping all of those, the QuickBooks is the primary one because I can track my um, transactions, anything that's going in and out of my business. I can track um, mileage, which is really nice. And then I can also invoice really quickly um, if needed. Like if someone just wants, um, I had a shoot the other day that they were going to pay me in cash. And then they asked for a receipt um, for tax purposes, um, just the way it was set up. And so I just sent them a really quick um, invoice and just marked it as paid so that they had a receipt for it. Um, but then what else was it that QuickBooks does? Well, there was something else I had on my mind. Either way, (laughs) if I think of it, I'll come back to it. But the, and and I was just going to say too, like that's the, um, I I was thinking about what it's been like tech, the implementation of technology for businesses over the years. I mean, this is the kind of stuff that I was taking advantage of like six, seven, eight years ago when it was kind of a weird concept for photographers to actually leverage the technology that was out there. Rich, you were probably experimenting with it then as well. Oh, yeah. um, I, I like to see that this is becoming much more mainstream right now. And hopefully for most of you listening in, none of this stuff is a surprise um, that you're already leveraging this technology. But if you're not, um, don't mm-hmm. hesitate to immediately download at least test all of these apps because what we want to try to figure out how to do is not just simply kind of get stuck in our businesses as photography business owners and just react haphazardly to everything coming in, but very proactively run our businesses and apps like these, especially something like Quick, QuickBooks self-employed, which enables you to kind of pile everything into one app almost. Um, it's, it's, it really improves the efficiency of your business, helps minimize the busy work and uh, maximize the freedom that you have as a business owner. So that's, that's huge. Yeah. And then the other one is going to do exactly what you just said. Uh, I have two project management apps that I use Todoist that we use at Photographers Edit and then Asana that I use on my own. And it's really nice. Like if you're, I mean, I don't know about you guys, but if at any time you're just enjoying life and not business, but something pops into your head and you're like, oh, that'd be a really good idea. It's so easy to just throw it in. Like remember to research this thing or remember to create you know, social media posts for this to promote it or whatever it might be, I can just easily go into those apps, type a note really fast and it's there. And I'm reminded when I go to work the next day. Heather, you're, 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 uh, do you have a thought there? Nope. No, I, well, I, I have a, I have a thought as usual. Uh, um, so yeah, I, I have, I'm, I get that time when, 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 when I'm trying to go to sleep, that's when the thoughts hit me. Uh, yeah. Actually, for me to actually go to sleep peacefully, I had to write it down. So, uh, so yeah, to to do us is a godsend. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. I love that. I love that it really app. is, and, and I'm glad that you made that point, Haley, because you know, to to say, hey, go use a task manager or project manager um, may seem overwhelming, or again, maybe even a little bit too nerdy to some. But there is so much going on in here, or hopefully, a lot going on in here for all of us, <laughs> and. The reality, especially in this very noisy world that we live in, and to have a place to be able to do kind of a mind dump, to unload everything as Rich is talking about and Haley was talking about, um, it's so important for the sake of kind of minimizing the busyness in our mind when we do go to bed at night. So uh, my suggestion would even be to do this at the end of the workday. Um, mm-hmm. But certainly having access to that app any and everywhere is really nice because you can very quickly put it in there. You know you're not going to forget about it. You can add it to your today list so that the next day it pops up and you can address it right away. 
Um, that's really, really important. So, And this goes back to an earlier conversation that we've had in one of our earlier Workflow Wednesdays, which it, we talked about software that we use in our business. And we've obviously talked about our client management software. And that's this goes back to when I was talking about how we use ShootCue for our CMS. But Todoist is the is what we use when we need to be mobile and on the go, because sadly, this is the one thing for our business that we wish we had uh, a more portable solution for because they've not developed the software to the point where there's a usable app. And so we use Todoist because of that reason. So if we're not sitting at our one of our laptops logged into ShootQue, then those things that rattle around in our brains that we, you know, those aren't accessible. Uh, let me in, like uh, they have a, they have a new version of ShootQ. I've, I've been requested to, I want to get in. They won't let me in yet okay. uh, as, a, as a legacy user. ShootQ, so, uh, if you're listening in, Rich. Yeah. 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 Let Seriously, me in. Let, let me this in. be our cry for help. We, oh we are on the legacy system is what it's called. Yes. Yeah. And it's a really old system and mm-hmm. that they, they quit developing years ago. Mm-hmm. And so uh, so even the website is not mobile friendly. So uh, mm-hmm. the, the new ShootQ, I, I'm not sure if they have a, a mobile app, but they're but their actual website is mobile friendly. So, uh, yeah. so, but okay. hey, what we can do. We'll, we'll send some, some, hopefully yeah. some good vibes out. Yeah. Come on, guys. We'll get some Come on. response here. And for those of you who aren't familiar with what ShootQ is, it's a CRM. There are a number of CRM options out there, customer relationship managers that enable you to be able to effectively and again, proactively and efficiently manage your business and all that is associated with working with your clients. ShootQ is one of the options out there. But yet again, Todoist is wonderful on multiple levels, certainly for a place to just kind of unload everything in your mind. Um, also, for the sake of managing tasks and projects and being able to create separation within those, there is a big difference. Uh, if you say, hey, I'm going to go clean the garage today, that just mm-hmm. seems overwhelming. You're not going to get it done. But if you break up that project into multiple tasks, multiple steps, and you just take them one by one, it's a lot less overwhelming. Of course, this translates to business on all types of levels again. Yes. Um, but the significance of breaking up projects into multiple steps is really, really important for the sake of getting things done. And then it's also great, Haley alluded to this, the, the ability to be able to share tasks and projects with others on your team, whether um, it, it's your, your partner like Rich and Heather, uh, or maybe you have, uh, like myself and Haley actually share tasks or projects through Todoist when we're working together at Photographer's Edit. Um, you can also, I mean, if, if you just simply want a task management system that, by the way, is free to get started with, um, that where you want to share a shopping list with your significant other, you can mm-hmm. do that too. Um, mm-hmm. So it can all go in there and it's re- very, very easy to use, very minimal. Isn't, they, don't, uh, they haven't incorporated too many moving parts in that that are unnecessary. So it's very easy to use. It's a, it's a great yeah. app. And it works with Alexa. So oh, much. even better. And by the way, it works with uh, Google as well. So oh, yeah? Google, yeah. Nice, nice. Uh, and Siri finally incorporated the ability to be able to do that on the phone. It was a little bit annoying. They didn't for a little while. So can you guys hear that? Our Alexa is literally talking to us right now. <laughs> <laughs> Alexa, stop. <laughs> she hears name, man, oh I tell you. I mean, she's like a, like a whole yeah. over. My goodness. Yeah. So scary. Kind of okay. creepy. <laughs> a little bit. Little bit. Uh, yeah. yeah. Haley, do you have anything else you want to add to the mix there? Yes, I did have an honorable mention as well. Um, Being a social media manager, all of the social apps. So um, Buffer is probably the best one for managing on the go. If if something pops up at any moment, I can just go in and switch around my schedule. Um, And then just being able to engage and respond with, you know, clients on social media is really nice as well. So um, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. I have a question for you about Buffer, Haley. We yeah. have been using, we have started to use Hootsuite, and we were wondering if you have compared and contrasted those two. Buffer's the best. <laughs> okay, no, well, there you go. We, that's all we needed to know. Say no more. We'll just. Uh... No, when I first met with Nathan and he told me they were using Buffer, uh, like Buffer as their app, I was so excited because I've, I've gone through all of them. I've done CoSchedule, I've done Hootsuite. Um, oh, gosh, I can't remember. Planoly, I've done. I've used all of them. I've tried them all out. Buffer is my favorite. It's the most user-friendly one. Um, but my favorite part about it is I can schedule one post to go on all platforms and then change the message. Whereas the a lot of the others, I don't know if they've incorporated it recently. I know CoSchedule hasn't, but you have to individually upload every single channel, even if it's the same message. So that's what's really the main reason I like Buffer. And then also they have like a, 
I, I don't, I don't know what it's called like a grid layout of Instagram. So it'll show you what your Instagram will look like after you've scheduled everything. If that's one thing you're trying to look at on as far as um, keeping a pretty Instagram. <laughs> well, and I have to add to it. I, I don't Hootsuite um, from a UI perspective. I'm, I'm a little bit obsessed with design and user friendliness, UI UX. Um, when I go to Hootsuite, they've not really changed their UI probably in, 15 years or however long they've been around. Um, and it's so extremely busy. Like when I go and I see 50 columns right there, and I know you can, you can customize it to an extent, mm-hmm. but right. you see 50 different columns right there in front of you and all this stuff going on versus just focusing on the task at hand. Right. Photographers have a hard enough time with this multitasking issue and, and attention. Um, yes. I, it's just not a, it's not a very user-friendly um, interface. I don't think in a very great modern design. Uh, yeah. Buffer is very, very clean, very, very simple uh, user interface, and for that matter, very efficient to get stuff done as well. I've Haley, of course, is, is the majority of the time is managing that. I've had to actually manage it occasionally, and um, it is it is very easy to use. So, and the okay. grid feature that must be a new one, Haley. Nope, it's been there for a long time. It's been time. there for a while. Okay, well, it's not on the, the. There's a free version that you can get. It's okay. not available on that one, but on the paid mm-hmm. version, it is. Um, so I have Buffer for both photographers at it and then my own personal um, as well and I use the free one for my personal just because I don't schedule out more than a week of content um, but okay. the for photographers that it's just really nice to be able to see like I can change around some of our images if they if they don't look as great together um, but yeah I really I really okay. love it yeah nice. that's helpful yeah thanks Cool. Well, I, I'll just kind of, you guys have really touched on probably the majority of the ones that I would, that I would mention at this point too. And I think that's good. Um, there's a certain paradox. Of, in fact, there's a book called Paradox of Choice. You know, these days when we have so many different yeah. choices, mm-hmm. uh, you can get lost in the process of making a choice. We're lucky enough to be in a first world culture where we have that, that luxury, that time to be able to do that kind of thing. But at the end of the day, the more time we waste going through the 50 different options, yeah. uh, the, well, the, we're not going to be able to get to the work as, as soon as we should. So by just taking two or three recommendations from, from friends, or in this case, I think relatively good sources, Rich and Heather mm-hmm. and uh, Haley, I, you can get right to work and do so efficiently. But uh, I'll reiterate Todoist. Um, my, my life kind of lives in really a combination of Todoist and Evernote. And I guess I'll mention Dropbox as well, because those three apps, uh, and I'll throw one more out there, in fact, one password. Um, oh, yes. Those, oh. those four apps, um, essentially, my life uh, lives in them. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and they, they enable me to be able to do any, pretty much any and everything on the go, have access to any and everything on the go. Mm-hmm. And that does enable me to be um, very, very focused. So I would say those are my f- top four apps. Uh, as far as how I use them to do it, I already mentioned the significance of breaking tasks and projects uh, into separate uh, or to treating them separately. And that really does matter. Uh, when it comes to working efficiently and actually getting things done, uh, not being so overwhelmed that you just kind of give up and walk away. And uh, so that's really important. Um, the ability, of course, to be able to share tasks as well. And an extremely simple user interface. Again, you can find different apps out there, but they, in some cases, will either, it, it's just poor design to begin with, or they may have decent design, but they overcomplicate by adding too many features. We don't need features to distract us. We need to get work done. And Todoist is really great for its minimal interface. Uh, I mentioned Evernote. Um, at this point, I probably have. Uh, and, and by the way, Caitlin just just said, "Will we post links to these apps?" Absolutely, uh, Caitlin. Thanks for asking. We're going to actually post these in the show notes at bocapodcast.com. That's bocapodcast.com, and I'll go ahead and pop this up on the screen so you can see it here. And um, this this episode would go out on Boca Podcast tonight or by this evening, and uh, we'll have the show notes there at bocapodcast.com probably by about between five and six. Is that right, Haley? Uh, between four and five, hopefully. Oh, even better. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. But thanks for asking, Caitlin. Um, we will link to all these in the show notes. But um, Evernote, I, at this point, I've been using it probably for seven, eight years. I know we've talked about this a little bit before. And uh, but I've got roughly 10,000 documents or so in Evernote because I've been using it for so long and so extensively. It's a great place um, to to do that very thing. Take notes. Uh, And so anything text or document related goes into Evernote for me. And they're all separated into, I don't know, probably at this point, about uh, 60 between 60 and 80 different folders just for the sake of organization. Um, And then, of course, you have very, very powerful search functionality built into Evernote that is just 
incredible, again, for both personal and business reasons. So Evernote's a go-to for sure. Uh, let's see, the other one that I mentioned, um, Dropbox, pretty straightforward, pretty obvious reasons there. Although I will say that I, I do add um, my personal photos to Dropbox and keep them very organized. We talked about this, I think, maybe even in the last episode or a couple episodes ago. So make sure you go back and listen to, to some of the, the older Workflow Wednesday episodes. Dropbox is a pretty obvious one. And then the other one that I mentioned is 1Password. If you guys aren't using a, a password manager of some kind, first of all, for the sake of variety in your passwords, not using the same thing any and everywhere, uh, you know, at the end of the day, if, if a hacker who knows what they're doing wants to get in, they're going to literally be able to break into any and everything that, that you have. It doesn't matter, but you can minimize that opportunity, at least for the amateurs, um, by using different passwords. And I, at this point, in fact, if I pull up one password, I'll just do this right now for the sake of conversation. Yeah, show us uh, all your passwords. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I won't actually pop this up on screen, but um, I have, let me see. Which, we just want to know what's your master password. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there is it. Yeah. And actually I'm glad that you bring that up, um, Heather, yeah. because um, there is a, a master password that you have to have memorized in order to get in and access mm -hmm. one password as an app itself. And then within one password, of course, all of the passwords for the various, uh, whether it's serial numbers for your, your, uh, software, login information for websites. Um, you can put social security numbers in there, wireless uh, router information. If you're traveling and you like to have access to your friends and your family's Wi-Fi passwords, you can save those so you don't have to ask them again. Um, information about, you know, login information for email accounts, driver's license passwords. I mean, all kinds of details you can save within that app and it synchronizes through Dropbox, uh, maybe even through iCloud if you don't use Dropbox. Uh, keeps everything in sync. And it, I've literally used this for years and it's been one of the most, um, uh, absolutely one of the most powerful apps that, uh, that I've had the opportunity to use. Sorry, I'm multitasking yeah. here looking at apps and then I, I <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, this, this I, one I, I is think... so good that I'm sad that we didn't think to mention it. And, yeah, uh, yeah, I, this is a competition and you won. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. That was the best way. Uh, um, but one of the coolest features of a one password now is that it will actually, uh, it will look at everywhere you have um, stored a password and it will tell you because it, uh, it will know that if a particular company has been compromised okay and uh, and it will set and so it will let you know hey go change this password I mean interesting or, that's or, really or cool whatnot. so so it will actually kind of keep track of uh, of like hey you know you need to this, this this password is really old you need to change it it's too weak you need to change it or this 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 particular company has been compromised you need to go change your password there as well so it's a, it's a really really cool powerful, powerful yeah. it is powerful and it's they went to more recently I think uh, went to a subscription model mm -hmm. uh, one password did I think it what is it rich like three bucks a month or something yeah, like that bucks. Okay. Yeah, two, yeah. for for that um, for that amount the amount of time that you save I, I I'm always amazed when I friends, family, whoever, uh, when they have to go log in somewhere or pull up a password and they're like, oh, shoot, I don't know, remember where I left that. And they pull up their phone and they're looking at their notes app and then they're going to the computer yeah. and doing a search or looking for a Word document. It's just it's too complicated. And these are the kinds of things, as, again, as nerdy as they may seem, once you take the time to implement a system like 1Password, the amount of time that you'll save over time is just mind boggling. And you'll realize it as soon as yeah. you start to do it. So you have to trust us initially. <laughs> um, and you go for it, uh, Ryan. I I know, and I have to apologize because I'm smiling, and everybody can see me smiling as Rich is talking. Rich, I wasn't laughing at you, Ryan. Actually, <laughs> Ryan, comment. I'm going to put it up here on the screen. I wondered. I, I wondered. Ryan no commented that, that the global password could be no pats. Yes, oh, so, I love it. Yes. I love it. For those of you who weren't listening earlier in the show, hit the rewind button. You can go back and listen later on. Uh, thanks for that, Ryan. A little bit of comic yeah. relief. Ryan is just like uh, <laughs> subtly lets you know that he listened to the whole show. He's like, I'm still here, guys. <laughs> you know, like, Thank you, Ryan. And Tina said, wow, great info, guys, especially for us unorganized, um, non-techie talks. <laughs> nice. Work smarter, not harder. And that is so true. It, it yeah. really is so true. And and just to, to add a little caveat to that, Tina, because it really is a great a great point, but um, you know, there's a, I, I had kind of an imbalance in the way that I was managing my life. And I may have alluded to this before in the podcast, but uh, I, I got so obsessed with the idea of working less, uh, generating, you know, creating companies that would generate passive income for me and working just a few hours a week uh, that I went to such an extreme um, that, that it, it hurt my business in some ways. Um, I, I was working as little as three or four hours a week. I was lucky in a position to, to be able to do that. Our culture now has gone to the other place, you know, hashtag hustle, um, 
and where we've gone to kind of the other extreme where it's like work all the time, work all the time. If you're a fan of, of Gary Vaynerchuk, for example, you, you hear him preach that. And I'm a huge, I have so much respect for Gary and his work ethic, but I still have to wonder like how much of that busyness or the quote hustle is just that it's busyness versus mm-hmm. getting work done intelligently. So Tina, mm-hmm. I, I'm glad that, that you make that point about working smarter. It's, it is about working smarter and we can even say work smarter and harder in some cases, but certainly working intelligently. It doesn't mean that we don't also work hard, but yeah. the work that we do put in, the time that we do put in, we're doing so intelligently and that mm-hmm. is the key. And uh, so it's a great point, Tina. Jameson says, it's okay. I laugh at Rich all the time. <laughs> Jameson, what's up? Oh, I love man. that man. Oh, man. Get that off the screen. Off the screen. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Jameson. Or I should say to Jameson, konnichiwa. Jameson and I have conversations about, ah, uh, Japan. about Japanese yeah. um, a decent amount. So hopefully we'll get a chance to connect oh, with soon. But I, I will add one. Uh, I'll add one more app to the mix here just as we close, as we're finishing up, have a couple of minutes left. Um, and that is a, an app called Filmic Pro. So F I L. Actually, you know what? Instead of spelling it out, I'm going to put it up <laughs> on the screen for everybody too. But F I L M I C for those of you listening in on the podcast. Pro Filmic Pro. And this is an app for those of you who want to create good video content. I, I will be the first to say, use your just use the built-in camera app. It's the easiest to pull up. It's the quickest, easiest access. That's what you should be using. Um, but Filmic Pro kind of gives you the opportunity, not kind of, it does give you the opportunity to be able to have what I would call, and uh, Ryan's listening in, Ryan's a videographer, so he may even be able to comment on this too. But, um, and Jameson. And Jameson, yeah. And Jameson for that matter. Jameson, sorry, I didn't mean to exclude you there. Ooh, ow. Uh, but, but Filmic Pro gives you some functionality that you can't get with the built-in camera app on your phone that is extremely, extremely powerful. I've used this app in the past um, for creating content and it's it's really amazing. So if you happen to forget your SLR, you wanna create some video content for your business, Filmic Pro is, is a go-to. It takes a little bit of time, there's a little bit of a learning curve because it does. it's pretty involved, it has a lot of different features, but it is a pretty powerful app. So make sure you check out Filmic Pro. Um, in closing, we've just got a couple minutes left. What I want to do is bring everybody back in and um, very quickly, if you'll throw out your 10 second tip, a bonus tip, if you will, uh, for a time saving tip when it comes to using the phone. Do you have just like something that comes to the top top of your mm-hmm. mind here, saving time and not not just using your phone, but the way you use your phone, I guess, more intentionally? Ooh. Oh, my word. Put on the spot. Whoa. I have one. Do you have one? Okay, yeah. go for it. So I took all of my social apps and put them like, let me see if I can pull. Well, if you're listening on the podcast, it's a little different. You're not going to see. But you know how you can like um, move these around? Scroll through the pages of apps. Yeah. Yep. So all of my social apps are on one page and all of my work apps are on a different page so that if I'm working, I'm not distracted by social. Um, because the first thing I do, it doesn't matter if you're asking me to look up my calendar. I out of habit go to Instagram because mm-hmm. it's just my favorite app. I, I know where it's at. It's the top right or top left corner. I just click. And, mm-hmm. but if I'm on my work page, it doesn't actually do that. So, um, yeah, that's my biggest tip is just separating all of your apps into different categories based on what you use them for and when you need them. I like that. It's just it's all about focus great. on the on, yeah. the on the task or tasks at hand. So I like well, that. Now, now, who was the one that said she was uh, she was ADHD? What what what, uh, what user was that? Oh, uh, during, oh. This, during this show today? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. Who, who, who was, was that? Holly Brown? Was oh, that oh, Holly? No, actually, yeah. I think I think uh, let's see. I'm scrolling back through. Sorry, we've got a lot of different comments. Thanks to everybody, by the way, for for. Uh, log, logging in and, and listening in. Tina, actually, I brought it back there up on the page. Tina. There. Okay, Tina, so Tina, okay. Tina, this is for you. Okay. Lean in, Tina. All right, Tina. <laughs> I, I I am as well an ADHD, but I am ticky by ADHD. Okay, this this app will change your life. Okay, I promise you. All right. <laughs> we're we're waiting with like oh yeah yes. here, Rich. Oh yeah, do share. So, and so, uh, and so, my wife is, uh, would tell you that I need to use this app a little bit more than I do, but it is great when I do use it. It's called Forest, okay? And it just and like it, it sounds. Forest, yes, F O R E S T. So um, this has helped me so much, um, and it, it's so simple in what it does. But uh, all, what it does is basically 
uh, you plant a tree, you basically push a button to plant a tree, and then uh, you basically tell it, tell it for like how long you want to focus, like 25 minutes, an hour, whatever you want to do, okay? And so so the longer you're focused, the bigger this tree will get. If if you get out of that app for any reason, um, you, I think you have, it gives you like five seconds to get back in the app, but it um, you will kill your tree. And then you feel really bad for killing out. I, I'm, it sounds silly, but it works. It works. Tina, Tina, make this make in front of me right now. It works. Okay. I tell you. All right. Well, but so, because the irony here is like, do you get distracted then watching the tree grow? No, 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 no. If, if you pick up the phone at all, it will say, quit looking at me or something. Oh, okay. it, it, it will say, say, put your phone down. It will say, get back to work. It will have something to be like, get off your phone. So, uh, so, so, uh, so basically for 25 minutes or an hour, uh, I will, I will put that on and, um, and then, um, you can look and see your, the forest that you've grown, like maybe this day or you can show the week or the whole month. I know, and, Nathan. And, and, I know. And, 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 you, and you have different kind of trees. So you can have like a really pretty tree or an evergreen Tina, tree. Tina's saying or, run, you know, forest, run. run. <laughs> Tina, Tina, go download it. You'll, you'll thank, you'll thank me. You'll thank oh, me. Gosh. And thank Amanda you. said yes to Tina too. I, I think she's on board with how Tina feels about this show. This is, this we is actually show did around. an entire podcast with Nathan on the Boca podcast uh, a few months back on focus and uh, people mm-hmm. who deal with attention issues and mm-hmm. Rich, you know, had a lot of, st- a lot of tips to share in that, yeah. in that podcast. Yeah, You so. could literally just turn off your phone and lock it in a drawer or you could use forest. Okay. So I mean, <laughs> like, come on, it's easier. You, then you get to build and, and grow a beautiful forest. It's wonderful team. <laughs> I, so my, one of my first podcasts that I edited was that episode that you're talking about and it, it, Rich just like explains it with so much passion now oh, and oh, I, then I love this app. Playing it in my head. I love this app. Well, I'm going to I'm going to throw one in here to the mix and it very much is relevant to what Richard's just talking about. But very simply and and this may seem ridiculous it's so simple, uh, but when you're at a meeting or hanging out with your friends or your family or going to lunch with people or going to dinner, flip the phone over. Turn it mm-hmm. over so you can't see it. I, I am absolutely, mm-hmm. honestly, I'm, I'm blown away by the, um, I'll just say yeah. it, the rudeness that happens when I'm hanging out with groups of people and people are pick constantly on the phone. You could literally be having a conversation with them, whether it's direct mm-hmm. individually with them or with them and two or three other people, whatever the case mm-hmm. may be. And literally they pick up that phone and they go to Instagram or they go to Facebook. And and it sh- it says a lot without saying a whole lot. Um, but it, it's put the phone down, flip it upside down so you can't see it. Turn the notifications off on your watch if you have a watch. Yes. Mm-hmm. Focus, be present with the people there. Yeah. If they're not important enough for you to do that, then we have a whole different conversation. To, to, yeah. to but, um, just Or use Forest. Or you <laughs> but then you have to pick up that phone again. Don't pick up. No, the no, phone. no, 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 no. You won't be able to pick up the phone. You have to start it, don't you, Rich? Yeah, you have to start it. Okay, okay. <laughs> you say, uh, Nathan, hold on for a second. Let me start focus. Let me start forest. Boom. Now you can start talking. I cannot look at my phone. <laughs> now you are important enough to pay attention to. Okay. <laughs> and, oh, by the way, and and you get points. You get points. Oh. And you can you can literally use these points <laughs> to, uh, to, uh, to actually um, plant a real tree somewhere in the world. So I mean, like, uh, so it's oh. literally you could. So there, that's no laughing matter. There, boom. Yeah. Okay. Bigger picture oh. value. We'll just end on that note. Rich, thank you so much for sharing for us with us. Rich and Heather both, thank you for sharing with us and Haley uh, as well today. This has been Workflow Wednesday again. For those mm-hmm. of you who are listening on the podcast side, we do this live on Facebook. If you just go to facebook.com slash Photogs Edit, P-H-O-T-O-G-S-E-D-I-T. That is our Facebook page. You can watch the video live and you can also go back and watch the reruns, which is great. And uh, and then also, if you are not listening to the podcast, you're on the live uh, video, but you're not listening to the podcast, just go to Boca Podcast, B-O-K-E-H podcast.com. I'll throw that up on the screen for those of you watching on the video. Uh, or you can go to just Boca Podcast on Instagram and see the latest episodes that are coming out. Haley does an awesome job of running that account. You can see her using Buffer, even uh, yeah. an example <laughs> of how she uses that app. So go check out Boca Podcast. Uh, Tim Tim Casperger is a good friend of mine. 
um, who runs Color Inc. Lab. He said, good stuff, Nathan. And uh, Tina, Tina actually commented in. And by the way, Tim, it's good to hear from you. We need to catch up soon. I'll make sure to give you a call. And, uh, and then Tina says, I drive my family crazy. I need to grow that tree. I will give this info to my ADHD son. So you're um, welcome. Hey, I want to I want to hear feed. I mean, I want to hear feedback. OK, I, I want Tina to let me know personally when she downloads this out, how much has changed her life. I guess I guarantee <laughs> you, if you use it, it'll change your life. Awesome. Great, guys. This has been so awesome. Thank you so much. Uh, and thank you, everybody, for listening in and watching here on Workflow Wednesday. Have an absolutely wonderful rest of the week. Bye bye. Bye, guys. Thank you so much for listening to the Boca podcast. Will you let us know what you thought by leaving a review of the podcast in iTunes or the Apple podcast app? And I'd love to hear from you personally with your thoughts about the podcast and maybe suggestions about future topics and guests for the show. My email is Nathan at photographers The Boca podcast is brought to you by photographers edit custom image editing for the wedding and portrait photographer. Visit photographers edit.com.